Well, I'm not going to start singing in this podcast because I don't know what song to sing for this one. Hello. Welcome to the next exciting episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies, full-on quarantine edition. The podcast where Matt and Todd sit down and watch a movie from the top 100 Netflix movies that are available to us. And uh, we watch them, and then we hang out, FaceTime each other, and then we talk about it, and you get to enjoy the audio of that while we get to enjoy looking at each other. I am Todd Domer. And I'm Matt Malloy. Yes, welcome to this episode uh, where we will talk about a movie. But first, a word from our sponsor. That sponsor is the Santa Fe Writers Project, or SFWP for short. And today I want to tell you about one of the books published by SFW called We All Scream. This book is actually written by the founder and director of SFW, Andrew Gifford. It's a memoir that details the rise and fall of the Giffords Ice Cream Company and the family. Some of you from the D.C. area may remember Gifford. I have read it and it really will keep turning page after page. Highly recommend that you check it out. SFWP is offering 25% off to all of our listeners when you order direct through their website, sfwp.com. Just use the coupon code MOVIES when you check out. This applies to We All Scream or any of their other great titles. Thank you, Santa Fe Writers Project, for helping make the magic happen. Here at Matt and Todd, go to the movie. Everyone go support a small business and buy some books. Yeah, do it. The challenge, yeah. the challenge has been laid out there. Buy some books. Support, right support on. our sponsor. Yes. So, on to the movie portion of this podcast. Um, I do support you not doing a theme song intro <laughs> for just, this particular... I could not think of one. And the, I, I, for a second there, I thought about doing like... Uh, uh, what's the Sarah McLaughlin song? It's like in the arms of the age. Oh uh, yeah, like, yeah, yep. like, uh, Let's just not. Let's just not. Good choice, <laughs> I think. So we're reviewing a rather somber movie based on true events. This episode. Yes. It's called United Ninety Three, and it is based on the events that happened on. September 11th, 2001, mm-hmm. um, and specifically focusing on one of the air, aircraft that was hijacked, but did not meet, uh, did not make it to the destination based on actions of people on the aircraft. Yeah. So, yeah, for, uh, so, so what's it about? Well, if you lived through September 11th, 2001, or you've done some reading on the matter, um, a lot of this, what happens in the movie is clear as day in your mind. From aircraft hitting the World Trade Center in New York, to aircraft in the Pentagon, to this fourth flight, which is the subject of the movie, United 93, crashing in Pennsylvania. Um, but so it's a documentary. There are some liberties taken, of course. We don't know all the conversations of everything that happened on board the aircraft. 
Um, but interestingly, they used a lot of the people from the, um, from like the, there's a lot that focuses on air traffic control centers. And a lot of those people were the actual people who were in the air traffic control centers. Ah, I didn't know that. Yeah. That impacts my like, review because, well, I'll talk about <laughs> it. Right. Yeah, the, the main guy, I guess, in this movie who, like, just, it was his first day on the job as, like, a supervisor of, I don't know if it was, like, the Northeastern United States of Federal Aviation Administration. Yeah. Um, but that guy is played by himself. Huh. So that's the actual guy, well as a number of air traffic controllers. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Um so, yeah, the plot is basically this one aircraft has people on it, and you follow those people, and they realize what's going on as far as the other aircraft that are sort of impacting around the United States and New York and Washington, and they decide to try and take matters in their own hands and try and get back control of their crash somewhere in Washington, D.C. Um, federal building. So, uh, that's basically the plot. Like I said, if you live through it, you know all this stuff. Um, but there are some interesting side things and, and I think good takeaways from it. Sure. Talk about. Yeah. Um, and what did you think, Todd? Well, I'm glad that you told me about the air traffic controllers being the actual people because that was like my biggest critique of this movie was most of the air traffic controllers and people who worked in the air traffic controller place and stuff like that like felt like and I I I couldn't tell if it was because I mean now I know the reason why but I didn't know if they were trying to capture the authenticity of that moment or whatever but people were just fumbling over lines left and right during those scenes. And I couldn't tell if it was because they were trying to capture the what the crap is going on moments of that day or if it was just like these are not stellar actors that are happening. But I guess you gave me my answer. That's an... I don't know. That's an interesting decision to to do that. Um... I don't know. I, I don't want to critique this movie hardcore because of the sensitive subject matter, but uh, I mean, I think I owe it to our audience to be honest about how I feel. So I don't know if I agree with that decision, honestly. Like, it, it was very distracting to me, those scenes, because at the time, I just thought they hired not-so-great actors. Now I know that they didn't really hire actors at all. They hired these people who lived through it, which is great as consultants, I guess, but it just showed in the movie to me. And that's not like, a, oh, this movie was horrible because of this fact. It just was like something to note as I was watching this. I was like, huh, this is a reoccurring theme when we go to these air traffic controller scenes that this is happening. So, um, but other than that, I, I, I don't, I guess my problem with critiquing this movie is that I don't, I, I guess the 
point of this movie is to, you know, show people, I guess, what kind of went down that day and and maybe like, you know, some, some parts that are reconstructed or like, you know, they filled in the gaps or whatever, you know, who knows how much was true or like whatever, um, of just showing that stuff. So it's like, it's certainly an interesting watch and... If you're of a certain age, you can easily remember reliving that day. You know, like I remember reliving that day. I saw you the night of. We had a hangout. And uh, so um, I think it's an important movie. Like I think if people, certainly if you're young enough, not that I'm like, hey, show this to every kid. But if you're young enough that you don't, you weren't there for September 11th. You didn't live through it, or you were, like, too small to really understand what was going on. I think this is an important movie. Like, you should watch it. Um, because it can help... help you grasp the... just the craziness of that day. And, uh, and, and how it all kind of evolved, and just how there was almost like just piss poor communication between air traffic control, the military, people couldn't find the president when they needed to get a hold of him to like see what they should be able to do. Like it just shows that in general, not that anyone can be prepared for this kind of thing, but we were just totally, absolutely unprepared. And I don't know how you prepare for something like this. I I really don't like, but it just knocked everyone off their feet and it, Certainly for me, like, I had a hard time with, um, like, the end, not the ending, I mean, obviously, I mean, like, kind of remaining, I don't know, somewhat spoiler-free, but the, you know, the people don't make it in this movie, like, that's just, it's kind of like a fact, it's not a spoiler, it's a fact, um, and there's just moments in this movie where they're, like, having conversations with loved ones on the plane and it was like I just could not I mean I watched it but I was like pretty much almost bawling my eyes out like I was it was just hard like it was really hard to to sit through but it's an important sit through so um this is a the people on the plane I think who are actors I think I'll do a pretty pretty good job but it's like I think I just think they were going for more authenticity than creating Hollywood magic or whatever, just so that you could see the true moments of what was going on, the true moments of this film. So for that, I think that's phenomenal. And I think, I mean, I think everyone should see this movie, but specifically if you didn't live through 9-11, I definitely think you should, or... Even if you, like, I lived through 9-11, I hadn't seen this movie until we watched it, and I think it was a good experience for me, you know, having, I don't know, been alive, and, and I was uh, definitely in high school, you know, a, a teenager at this point when the, when this happened, like, it just was almost a new, not a new grasp on the situation, but it just showed me things I didn't truly know, so, um, yeah. It's hard for me to say I liked it because it's such a sensitive subject matter. It's like, I think it did its job. Let's just say that. Like, And I think if you've never seen it, see it. But it's not, 
Like I have a friend and my, okay. So my, this podcast for me goes out to Tim Davis, who is always talking about this movie. He watches it once a year on the anniversary. It's like his ritual and he always sticks up this movie. So, um, I don't know if you need to do that and watch it every year, but you certainly should see it if you haven't seen it. So that's where I'm going to end my rambling. Matt. All right. What did you think? Yeah. Well, you know, I, uh, I thought this was a very powerful movie. Mm -hmm. Um, it highlighted certain things about the day. Uh, you, you touched on the communication, um, and just the like, People who were in control on that day, whether it was the air traffic controllers, politicians, the government, the military, nobody had a clear picture of what was going on. And they made that really clear in uh, in the movie, which I think they were trying to be as, as, as factual as they could be. Sure. Um, but, like, they're tracking things, things, planes disappear from the radar... They're not sure where what happened. And the assumption is, and rightfully so, that, well, they just landed somewhere. Um, yeah. And then they start to put two and two together with, like, okay, this plane disappeared off the radar just as a plane hit the World Trade Center. Right. They're seeing CNN report that a, tra- that a plane hit the World, Center, World Trade Center. And they're like, is that our plane? Well, we can't tell. Like, is that our – like, which is wild right. to me. So wild. Like – yeah, it's amazing to think that like the the radar situation in an air traffic controller is such that you can watch a plane disappear from your radar and not be able to tell like exactly where that plane was when they disappeared to say okay, it was it was in Manhattan or whatever. Right. Maybe they were, but anyway. So so yeah, one big takeaway is that just this complete lack of understanding of the situation of what was going on across and the communication between the different organizations was 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 bad right not so hopefully there's been changes in that um since since 9-11 2001 years ago now um but the other sort of interesting thing was that I think, you know, obviously anything that happened on the plane, we don't have any eyewitnesses right. to what happened. There. No one made it. Right. So, um, all of that was sort of ad lib scripted. Sure. But interesting. I think they they really they really tried to capture what they knew about each character and put an actor with that character's role to have them. Play. Sure. Um, to the best that we know. Uh, I believe that almost without exception, they had the uh, the consent of the families of all the victims on the plane. Um, so that was pretty cool. Um, and then the, you mentioned it, these sort of calls from the plane back home. Right. I believe those calls were based on real calls and real recordings where they exist well Um, to me it was the and i don't i don't know this for certain but it's the only way that they got any of the information 
they had from what was on the plane. You know, how many right. how many hijackers were were there? How they kind of how they I mean kind of specifically how they hijacked the plane. I mean, not that anyone on the phone specifically told every detail, but you know, they were able to say, I assume if they used calls and if they went back and asked people about these conversations, they were able to get that there were four hijackers. One of them had a bomb, like the rest of them had knives. Like, and I mean, we've kind of, I think we've ex- extrapolated that from those calls to that's how the other plane crafts have, like how the other hijackings happen. And that's, that's how everything happened. So I would assume that information had to come from these calls. Like otherwise how yeah. they get it. Well, yeah, that's definitely part of it. Um, the other interesting thing, I was I did a little reading on this after we watched, and uh, they identified uh, via DNA evidence all the passengers, and they figured out the four other people based on, like, nobody was looking for those Nobody was looking for the hijackers. Yeah. So they're like, well, this is these are the DNA evidence. Other four kind of opponents that we have. Those. Ah, interesting. I thought that was like a very dark, yeah, uh, road to travel and very sciencey. But I thought that was pretty, pretty. Interesting. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Again, this is a powerful movie. Um, I do side with you. I think they should have just used the actual people as like, um, uh, consultants, consultants, right. Rather than, um, having them play their parts. But yeah, what blows my mind about that is that what, I mean, to me, and maybe I'm just completely off base, but I'll think about the most traumatic experience in my, of my life. What person wants to relive that in any kind of right. almost serious way like you know being in kind of like a same mocked room where it happened and you're doing the same thing you're saying the same lines of that day like that's that's what's crazy to me about some of these people doing that who wants to relive that like yeah. I mean I don't but I guess they could I'm not sure yeah I don't know I guess in some ways maybe they feel like they're giving giving something back to like history sure by doing that um, well, anyway, overall, you know, I'll I'll go ahead and say I like the movie. I thought I think it's an important movie, like you said, and I would recommend to watch it. Um, whether you live through that day or whether you're learning about that uh, sure. for the first time, I think it's a worthwhile watch. So yeah, I think there are just movies in general. There are some movies in general that are it almost doesn't matter if they're good or bad. They're just that powerful and important. Like something like a Schindler's list. If you haven't seen that, you should go see that. Like, even if like, and then at the other side, once you watch it, it's almost like it doesn't matter if you enjoyed it or not, because you needed to experience it. Like, I think that's, this would definitely to me be one of those types of movies. Yeah. I think that's, that's part of the power of movies is it can really take you through a scenario or a scene or history, historical event and help imprint it on your mind and help you experience what happened. Even if you have no real way to do it other than by watching. 
movie. Yeah. Hmm. Uh. Well. Uh. I guess. How many? Uh. Let air traffic controllers. Yeah, I was thinking either air traffic controllers or airplanes. Let's just go safe. How many? Uh, let's just say air traffic controllers. How many? All how right. many air traffic controllers would you? Uh, give this movie, and I think it, it, I, for if we were gonna, if there was ever gonna be an episode of this podcast where I think our rating system doesn't matter, it's this podcast. But for completion's sake, for our format, I, I mean, I don't know about you, I'm gonna rate it how I actually feel about the movie, and then you know, hopefully, no one kills me over it. Yeah, well, I doubt that they would. We our our little podcast is about rating movies and how we really feel. So, um, if we disappoint you in that life, yeah. So on a scale of zero to five air traffic controllers, I'm gonna give this one a four point two. Um, pretty high, uh, but I, you know, the movie really impacted me as I watched it. Very powerful very moving. Um, yes, there are things about this movie that are awkward or weird or not as smooth as they could be. Sure. But I think the, the overall message for me and the overall experience of watching it um, and how like my body reacted to the movie uh, warrants a high rate. Yeah. So that's where I... Hmm. How about you? Um, I... I think I'm going to be at like a, probably a three, uh, I'm just going to say a 3.0. And I think because how I got to this number was already some of the things that I pointed out as far as like, you know, it is, I guess, cool that they use people who were, were actually like there and did this, but almost those the most powerful points of this movie that had me, you know, basically pretty much crying at times had nothing to do with that. Like was basically the actors on the plane, like, and that you don't get to that, like most crazy intense moment until kind of near the end of the movie. So like maybe like the last half hour of it. And, uh, that's not a knock against the movie. It just didn't hit with me. Like, um, so, you know, 3.0 of how I feel of it as a movie, like, if I'm reading the movie, if I'm reading the experience and stuff like that, then obviously it would get a much higher rating and stuff like that. But, you know, I commit to reading the movie, how I experienced it, how I feel about it, and that's kind of where I'm at. So, hopefully I didn't, uh, crush any hearts out there i think everybody's gonna be okay all right good um okay well that's gonna wrap up this uh somewhat long edition (laughs) of matt and todd go to the movies we talked a lot about this one um and i think it it warranted some some extra words so yeah not sad about that um well uh so yeah that's that's it for this episode where we reviewed the movie united 93 
Um, we came up with an average rating of 3.6 air traffic controllers out of five. Mm-hmm. Um, we had this is probably our widest margin, I think, of uh, rating between our two ratings. Yeah. So, kind of, kind of interesting. We took it different places, and that's okay. But we so. both agree it's a powerful movie that everyone should see. Right. Yes. So. So thanks for listening. Um, we'll keep making these podcasts. You guys keep listening to them. And that's it. Right on. Da 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 da. Da 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 da.